0: Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. man. Do not say you're starting to shake. Okay. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them.
1: Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only podcast. ...to look at Zach and be like, really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Buddy, I'm Joel Kleinberger.
2: Hey, hey, buddy. Buddy, really? And I'm Eric Hufnagel.
1: Yeah, and hey, uh, hot off the heels of not only the gayest trip to (laughs) the Southwest (laughs) mining area, but also on the heels of the buried... First return to the Virginia City area, we are now back. Back with Zach on the attack.
2: This is the third return.
1: I think I'm going to come out the gate and just say this is the most masturbatory episode (laughs) I think we have experienced as of yet.
2: I fucking loved it. (laughs) I loved it. This is, uh, yes, the boys have been on a returning kick. Mm Mm-hmm of being like, hey, remember when things were fun and fresh and we used to get evidence? That was fun.
1: (laughs) Remember when we used to wear white? Well, (laughs) Witches and Warlocks, remember with us as we join the GAC on the return to Virginia City. Virginia. 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 Water. (laughs)
0: Sometimes you just got to be quiet and just listen to Mother Nature. It's kind of like a language. Right now, we are going to go talk to a Native American Indian. She is going to meet us in an area in Virginia City where Indians used to live. From the moment I
2: stepped in that building, it just got into my blood, into my my
0: heart. Is it true that you play a flute? Yes. Now, what kind of flute is this?
2: It's a Native flute. It's made out of red cedar.
0: The pistol-packing preacher says that this place is haunted? Well, I'm not gonna argue with the man who carries a real 44. That's called, look at the pack of Petra. I brought these flowers for you, sweetie, and I don't want you to be afraid of me. Sweetheart, if you're in this room, you know, I know that you took your life, but you're still here. You can still feel loved. Can you come over here and touch me and give me a hug or a kiss for giving you those flowers? Don't I deserve at least that? Are you in this bathtub? Is that where you took your life? Well, I haven't shot anybody today, but it's still early.
1: They're back in this this mining town in the middle of nowhere, Virginia City.
2: Oh yes. And Zack, Zach and the boys, Zach especially, has <laughs> one loose end to tie up in Virginia City. He's got a little lady he's gotta to apologize to. And that's why, that's why Zach has come into town dressed. To the nines, it's a fashion report time.
1: Hell yeah, we have to start (laughs) it off right away. (laughs) Give me the thermometer, real
0: quick. Look look at me, dude. Dude, Wow. 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 Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. The The
1: first shot, we see Zach Bagan standing in front of the Silver Queen with what looks like two wax figures of old cowboys (laughs) that are, in fact, alive. (laughs) Uh, Alive
2: is a stretch. (laughs) Uh, uh.
1: (laughs) But Zach is so cowboyed up. He has listened to Kid Rock.
2: Dude, he's got his cowboy hat on. He's got his classic aviators but, yeah. man, he's got the best long-sleeve Rebel Spirit shirt, mm-hmm. two big old fucking cross six-shooters on the back,
1: Yeah, with roses. Oh. Mm-hmm. And nice ruffled cuffs that I thought were kitschy beaded jewels at no, first. No, no. But, no, those are just his cuffs. And he, <laughs> has, he has forced Aaron Goodwin to join him in on this hat kick. But of course, Zach is wearing the actual villain black cowboy hat. And Aaron is wearing the hat of the gentleman who gets shot and falls over the second floor railing in a bar.
2: Yes. He's wearing the hat of a man who's not necessarily a villain, but definitely isn't a good guy and definitely doesn't survive. And Nick
1: has a fever too high to wear a hat because otherwise (laughs) he'd sweat and pass out.
0: Are you all right? (coughs) Good thing is is that this was a hospital. Yes. And uh, there were nurses here, and they treated sicknesses like Nick is sick right now. So let's see if the spirits can heal Nick.
2: Dude, this shit is insane. Yeah. No wonder their friendship didn't work out. First of all, he is still full-on sick, and the audience is expected to forget that later on. Yeah,
1: that's a weird mix. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But he yeah, he's running a fever, he's coughing, Mm -hmm. and this is this is the most like (laughs) pre-COVID cavalier reaction to someone deathly ill.
1: As a lifelong hypochondriac, the fact that they're doing interviews and Nick is just there sweating and coughing and they're making jokes in front of the interviewees as though it's not a big deal, I would have fucking walked away. Because here's the thing, you're more contagious before you're symptomatic, so Zach and Aaron are probably also sick, they're just not showing it yet. So they're just like licking everybody and spitting
2: on them. And if Zach had been any ounce of sick... This episode would have been postponed.
1: <laughs> there would just have been a, an Aaron's vlog of Aaron like peeking into a darkened hotel room, and there's candles lit everywhere, and there's like gentle opera music.
2: <laughs> a cold wrap on his forehead.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Billy is by the bed, oh, dabbing yeah. <laughs> his forehead with a
2: cold cloth. <laughs> Zachary. I just imagine Billy like kneeling with both his hands clasped, like in in deep <laughs> prayer over the stricken.
1: He's doing a bunch of rituals to try and get the sickness out of Zach and into himself.
2: Yeah, yeah. They step in and he's he's in the middle of like applying leeches.
1: Yeah, and then he's just sucking the leeches down. No, give it to me. I'll take it. <laughs> Speaking of fashion, Billy is here, and his fashion game is disgusting. This is the sound of Billy Tally sighing deeply. <sighs>
2: Billy is on the scene. It's another episode where Billy is inching his way into uh, uh, Nick's slot.
1: And that's because Billy is putting in the extracurricular time. Because the first location they go to of this three-part lockdown... The making the mistake of Spider-Man 3, where they think they have to expand every single time they go here instead of focusing on one fucking area. <laughs> they start at St. Mary's Art Center, formerly the St. Mary's Hospital.
2: Yeah, chatting with Angela Zalasco.
1: Yeah, Angela Zalasco, who is dressed to the nines. <laughs> Probably trying to escape her husband, Ron Zelasco because he looks like ska and country music had a transporter accident and accidentally became Scuntry music.
2: Yes, yes. That and Western style Howie Mandel.
1: Oh, yeah. Howie Mandel of the (laughs) Old West.
2: Yes. Martha, we're going to a
0: dude ranch. Dude ranch, yeah. Sounds good.
1: Well, Angela is telling... Well, Angela would tell the story, but Zach decides to tell the story of how Billy was involved in a group paranormal investigation that was held at St. Mary's uh, Art Center. And Billy got the most insane EVP we've ever heard.
2: That Yes. Oh, yes. If it's genuine...
1: Which we know it's not because Billy is trying to slither (laughs) up Zach's ass.
2: What Billy has captured is the best EVP evidence I've heard to date.
0: We're going to let you listen to this piece of audio. It's awesome. I'm starting to smell some weird stuff, too. Yeah, are you smelling I that? Smelling that. That's it just hit me over here. Yeah. Kind of like sulfur.
1: It is full boot scootin', cowboy <laughs> rootin' tootin', singing,
2: hollering, <laughs> hollering,
1: letting loose. A fucking
2: miner just singing in the halls after a long day. I know that's fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, well, you know, he set up a recorder and they, they locked the place down. And no one was allowed in. If
1: there's no associated visual evidence proving that that EVP recorder was not tampered with in any way, and there was nobody there, I don't buy it. This is how you get in to the paranormal: yes. is you build up a decent amount of credibility, and then you fake something big enough. To get the attention of a Zachary Bagans. And it worked for Billy. He is now allowed back into the crew. I don't
0: I don't like this. I don't feel good right now. I don't either. I have a stomachache.
1: Angela tells the story of this place because it used to be a miners' hospital, opened in 1876. The top floor was the psych- for psychiatric patients. There's a graveyard on site that has been disturbed multiple times as the city has grown. A priest got shot, and Zach says that no one in town can talk about it, except for on every ghost tour and also in the local paper.
2: Except for all the goddamn time.
1: <laughs> the, it's the most talked about secret
2: in history. Yeah, I do love that That it's like the, the priest killed himself with a shot to the stomach.
1: Yeah, that that's a dumb priest right there. <laughs> That priest never saw Reservoir Dogs and saw was it Mr. Blue just on the ground for the entire (gasps) movie. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite ghost story, uh, to date, the miner who was disfigured in an accident who asked for a candle and a Bible and lit himself on fire.
2: Yo, that's some hellraiser shit. That's pretty badass. Hilarious story. For, for someone to, to tell because who the fuck relayed this story? Because everyone involved died.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the nurse also went up in flames. So. Yes!
2: <laughs> she went up in flames, but she came running out screaming the story. The guy in Room 11, he himself on fire! And on fire. <laughs> he lit the Bible on fire and then he lit himself on fire and now I'm burning, I'm dying! Yeah. I'm also on fire and I'm gonna die! Bye.
1: <laughs> I love that story. I also love that you know, speaking of the potential for this haunting, while Zach is talking to Ron, the scuntry music legend, Zach floats the fact that they have confirmed at least 250 people had died there.
2: <laughs> yeah. But
1: because of all the wackiness of the old West. Now, of all the dangers of mining, Zack extrapolates that was like, okay, over 80 years of operation to this dangerous mining town, that means the deaths are likely in the tens of thousands.
2: <laughs> he also mentions how all the dead don't have names. Uh huh. If you are laid to rest or you die and you don't have a fucking gravestone or a name passed down somehow... You mm-hmm. become a gro- an angry ghost uh, every time. Yeah, I I can a- I probably can answer my own question, but like why are almost all ghosts from the Victorian era? Yeah, honestly, it's probably because mysticism and and uh, mm-hmm. and and the paranormal became kind of popular. Yeah, in the Victorian era, but I think it's just unwashed. If you if you die unwashed, you become a ghost. If you die dirty. <laughs> That's why they're always around water.
1: Well what about all the fucking crust punks that are dying on the streets of Portland? Are they haunting you yet?
2: Definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely the knocks you you're hearing are are the fucking crust punks trying to get in to steal your stereo
2: yeah it's not a fucking squirrel living in this in the ceiling above my bathroom no 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 it's
1: fucking crust punks be you, and I
0: can't well, you mind that you noise?
1: I just love this. It's so, it's so over the top. Tens of thousands of people dying in a mining town. Like there, that's more than the population of that town ever was. Like there's gotta be some Looney Tune shit happening where like all the miners every day go down, whistle a tune and then they come back up and they're just skeletons and they all collapse into bones. Like
2: it doesn't make sense. Oh my God. And then Zach has one more interview. well, plenty more interviews but this but he has a very special interview
1: oh yes speaking of mysticism <laughs>
2: <laughs> a genuine Native American Indian
1: God sometimes he is just a fucking parody of himself
2: dude it's like that's like saying like we're going to talk to an uh, a genuine East Asian male yes <laughs> she's a paranormal investigator we could have learned that she was native american through the whole story but inst- he's like oh we're about to talk to a real magic a real one oh a real magic person
1: you know what makes her even more real she plays the flute <laughs> and it's one of those like it's not one of those western <laughs> flutes made out of metal it's wood so it yeah. sounds extra native uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> and we're going to and we're going to make sure that you know that she's Native American and that she plays the flute because we're going to play the audio of her playing the flute over her entire sequence.
1: Speaking of over her entire sequence, right from the beginning, Zach does a bit of like, we were down there and we saw you up here and now we're here, transporter. What?
2: Star Trek, right? This fucking, this joke fell so flat, my eyes rolled into the back of my head and I, I... Wanted to die. I was ready to go.
1: Yeah, you saw the back of your skull.
0: Jesus, take the wheel. I was done. It was weird. We could see you there, but then we saw you here.
1: Paula gets in about three words as Zach just talks at her and asks her questions that are yes or no answers, where it's like, okay, do you believe it's haunted? Yes. Okay, here. Do you think the music can get the spirits going? She's like, yep. Did you see our special where we played food music <laughs> for, you know, like, you people? There's, like, some you people music.
2: For some of your friends.
1: And that's basically it. She doesn't get to say anything.
2: No, I was expecting some sort of, like, way for this to, like, have anything to do with anything. But instead, it was just, we've spoken to a Native American woman, TM, And she is, she is magic. And then as they end the interview, (laughs) there's like lightning strikes or something. Fucking mother nature is just screaming at Zach. This is your
1: answer. She doesn't have to actually speak because mother nature speaks on her behalf. (laughs)
2: Mother Nature is like screaming at Zach to stop fetishizing a, a, an entire people, and he gets the wrong message completely.
1: Well, I mean, getting the wrong message completely is on brand for Zach Bacon's.
2: It's the story. That's the that's the theme of this episode.
0: As Paula and I part ways, Mother Nature roars. Sometimes you just got to be quiet and just listen to Mother Nature. It's kind of like a language. Well,
1: speaking of the theme of this episode, as I said, masturbatory. Oh. After Zach bothers oh. this woman, oh. they go, they go <laughs> back <laughs> to the Washoe Club. They go to Washoe Club. So Zach can point out that they have memorialized their first ghost hunt ever with a giant signed poster where
2: Nick has written, they call me back (laughs) under his (sighs) picture. Dude, the Washoe Club has become a museum dedicated to the GAC. Yeah. That's insane. They have the the shirts on display that the boys wore in their initial documentary.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Zach used to wear white. The cutbacks to their faces are really funny
2: (laughs) it's so crazy what six years did to these guys especially aaron aaron's an
1: inspiration i'm feeling a little bit like 2004 documentary aaron and i really want to get more to present zaddy aaron especially because i'm going bald very
2: fast i am looking a lot like 2004 aaron right now
0: (laughs) i know you're heavy so it might take a couple spirits to pick you up okay
2: Dude, are we even? Are we just gonna totally skip over the the most annoying child um. to encounter the gak to date?
1: I don't think it's appropriate for us to dunk on six-year-old little, little boy, little Alex. Yeah, A-L-E-X, four letters. You know,
2: speaking of vasectomies, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say.
1: This is a moment that Zach really <laughs> wanted to keep in because we know his target demographic and we know that there are some single moms out there jilling it so hard and they're
2: like oh my god that's just like my annoying little tyler
1: yeah and meanwhile tyler as mommy is is drinking her fourth glass of wine watching her fourth episode of ghost adventures tyler is just whacking his younger brother with like an inflatable hammer just over <laughs> and over again
2: beep, beep! my fucking hair don't swear cuspin. <laughs>
1: cuspin and meanwhile she can hear every bit of this and cuspin's like Mom! and she just sips the wine even harder and just goes Ugh. hand slips down south and <laughs> Anyways, that's the story of Alex. He shows he he's a future ghost adventure fanboy. Zach loves him. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we also talked to the rootin' tootin' shootin' preacher <laughs> with the gun. Reverend
2: James, the pistol packing preacher.
1: Yeah, the preacher that's packing penis. What is his name? What's
2: his thing? Uh Reverend James, the pistol packing pe- preacher. The
1: pris the pris- pistol the pistol Pist- pra-
2: Oh, fuck. Do it. Do it. Do it. The Do pistol
1: packing pe- the pistol. Packing Preacher. Do
2: it again faster.
1: Pistol Packing Preacher. <laughs>
2: okay. Pistol Packing Preacher. <laughs> got it. And he packed a peck of pickled peppers, apparently.
1: He had a pretty penis to pack with his pretty pistol.
2: <laughs> Back to a pick pickle.
1: <laughs> Pete, Reverend Peter, the Pistol Packing Pet Preacher, <laughs> packed with pretty pickled peppers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude, this this fucking town, man. The more they come back to this place, the more it just feels like like a lame area in Disneyland. Like it's just it's such a tourist trap.
1: What else are you gonna go there for, Eric? (laughs)
2: These silly old men just. Yeah, it's a real gun. That's my whole character.
1: I'm a preacher, and not ordained or nothing. I can't marry you or do sermons <laughs>
2: can't, can't enjoy anything I, I just kill
1: i can shoot but not like people or like the law <sighs> but i have a gun <laughs> oh, God. i'm the pistol packing preacher with my pe- pretty pack of pickled peppers <laughs> that's right <laughs> and his friend doesn't say anything
2: he doesn't have to i'm sure he's so fucking tired he's like i i've been wanting to shave off this mustache for the last <laughs> 26 years contractually i cannot because this is the only way i can make that get that bread
1: yeah because it's the only job in town other than being a historian
2: mm, like debbie bender
1: yeah debbie bender at the miner's cabin at the gold hill hotel which is stationed right outside where a horrible mine fire claimed the lives of 30 to 50 miners it sounds horrible Although, the body that they cut
2: away to, dude. Okay, Joel. This is my beyond all else, my favorite editing choice, that's ever been made in Ghost Adventures. She's saying many of the men who made it out, of of the mine fire, there was no way they were gonna survive. They you know they ran out, but they just laid there and died, and they cut to an armless, headless. fucking minor which is like man it's incredible he made it out (laughs) it's you know so sad he wasn't gonna make it
1: pristine jeans pristine shirt just goo at his shoulder holes and head hole i'm
2: sure it was pretty obvious to everyone he was beyond repair but (laughs) but what a good effort That headless, armless old Joe made getting out of those fucking mines.
1: Yeah, truly a triumph of the human spirit.
2: So,
1: just so funny. Just fucking full-on Black Knight. It's only a
2: scratch. Yeah, just I just that would be the scariest shit ever. See your buddy come running out, just a torso and legs.
1: His immaculate pink cowboy sh- shirts is fine, oh. except for his armholes. Just like. Blah, 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 blah.
2: Just, spraying
1: as this as debbie bender talks about how people's faces were fused to the the timbers and they were trying to like breathe through their their lips that were sealed on the burning logs it did make me think of a christmas story where they're trying to pull that kid's tongue <laughs> off the pole <bowl. laughs> just, just one minor coming like come on jamb you can do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the bell rang <laughs> No, don't leave me!
1: No! <laughs> I love that story. Obviously, it's a lot of fun. What What an experience. And I think that we get into the lockdown at this point.
0: This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. No!
1: We mentioned earlier about people who are just punching a clock, who, who <laughs> want to end all the stuff that they have to do for money
2: sweet sweet connie connie the silver queen
1: we cut to the silver queen herself who is standing looking so soul dead oh man i can't imagine being a woman who has to go through the arduous bullshit of getting dressed up like that five days a week at least
2: An old lady who has to put on a corset made of silver coins and don a giant dumb hat every all the time, and just go, yeah, that's me. I'm the silver queen. I I love silver.
1: Now, after doing that for her day job, now has to still be in costume, standing there, probably a little chilly. (laughs) <laughs> Waiting for Zach Bagans to do his fucking introduction for his lockdown.
2: Uh, although I will hand it to her, I'm sure that 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 uh, silver coin corset is is a pretty high level item. Pretty good. Pretty good stats on that armor.
1: Oh yeah, it's very good for, for to actually protecting it against spirits and phantasmal forces. They will Ooh. not be able to damage you with a silver armor.
2: There you go. Get those nerds! nerds!
1: Speaking of phantasmal forces, as Zach is getting locked in by sweet, sweet Connie, who's just like, please, just, just, just get in there so I can lock the door and go home and fucking change.
2: Give me a silver piece, (laughs) would you, boy?
1: Give the Silver Queen a boon of silver for safe travels tonight.
2: (laughs) So Zach's getting locked down, quote unquote, by himself.
1: Oh, but it must be Billy's birthday.
2: <laughs> oh my god! So Nick and Aaron are off to a whole different location while Zach is is alone with cameras and his brand new favorite bottom bitch, mm-hmm. Billy Tully. Paranormal investigations a Mysterious
0: phenomenon Squad. Pants. Why do you like girls and money? Pants. Is there a woman up here? Pants. Then I'm a motherfucking
2: Billy, oh Billy, Billy,
1: Billy getting that obviously fake EVP got him in good enough graces with Zach to have him invite Billy back to relive Billy's ultimate sexual fantasy, which was watching <laughs> him try and fuck a ghost at Longfellow's Wayside Inn.
2: Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs>
1: And he's back <laughs> wearing the loosest fitting clothing, giving him all the room.
2: Just have a have a, a full boner with no one noticing.
1: You know, in 2004, they got a, a ghostly apparition and they heard a knocking sound in their original documentary. But any <laughs> knocking sounds that they hear... At the Silver Queen tonight will be Billy Tully furiously masturbating <laughs> and his hand hitting the table underneath the monitors. He
2: is eating this shit up. They don't make him stay in a cuck van. They've given him a nice little table, a nice little area where he can look at all his monitors of his favorite show, Ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: It's very special for Billy because Zach is even cosplaying because he didn't take off the cowboy hat, no siree, because he is trying to really make good with the spirit of what they called, was it Ruby?
2: Yes, Ruby, the, the, prostitute. the sex worker. <laughs> I'm gonna just say sex worker. Cancel. Damn it. <laughs> so Zach is is back in the room where he started it all. Started his journey of of uh, of paranormal nagging. Yes, <laughs> provoking paranormal nagging. <laughs> ah, I'm just like you. I'm cutting my wrists like a stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like a fucking failure. Like a, like a quitter. <laughs> what, you, you didn't have therapists back then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, what, what, were you just a sex worker who was abused by everybody who came through here and your life was hard? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you take Wellbutrin like I do? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking, he's brought flowers and he's brought a millimeter, and boy... This melmeter is spiking, Eric.
2: Oh mm. well, damn! Before it even starts with the melmeter, Zach gets in there. He sets up his flowers. He sets up his melmeter. He's talking. He's yapping, and a fucking orb flies across the across the screen, and <laughs> Billy chimes in. Oh, oh um, Zachary, I, I, daren't interrupt your your inspirational monologue but i just you you know it would only be the most intense most horrifying thing that would make me jump in like this but there was a a ghost (laughs) my lord
1: and meanwhile he is he is being he's playing the tentative. But he is just licking his lips. He's like, oh, "Yes, I can I can reveal evidence to Zachary." <laughs> the orb flew from the melmeter by the flowers.
2: Oh, How dare it fly away from such a beautiful man? How dare?
1: Zachary, you might want to start provoking again, please. Provoke <laughs> harder, yes. more violently. You yes.
0: I'm feeling static right now so I much I so starting when you, saw it.
1: you know, the orb obviously left some residual energy by those flowers <laughs> cause it's going up, up, and up almost to a
2: one, yeah, 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 hey, and it's not dust. No, they debunked it as not being dust because of its characteristics.
1: Listen, Eric, it's not dust because it's not.
2: you can tell it's a ghost because of the way that it is.
1: yes. <laughs> In philosophy, that's called a tautology, but hey, <laughs> we don't expect them to know that. So the Mel Meter keeps going up and he, you know, he does some good science. He brings the Mel Meter away from the flowers and he brings the flowers away from the table and they're not interacting and they, he puts them back and they stop interacting. So he's like, oh my God, it's obviously real.
2: I had to do a little Googling.
1: Did you also Google what a fucking millimeter
2: does? (laughs) No, interestingly enough, I didn't. I looked Hmm. up how conductive cellophane is.
1: (laughs) Ah, yes. You
2: know... I think I remember getting static electricity off of cellophane quite oh, often. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and, and he keeps bringing this fucking electromagnetic sensing device towards the cellophane that he's been handling all day in the yeah. in the dry heat, and it go and it goes way up and then goes down when he moves away. And I'm like, hmm, huh, interesting.
1: Listen, he did bring it back over the table and put the melometer on there, but he maybe, like, off-camera just slapped it, you know, to try and get the static charge out of this elf thing. I mean,
2: he moved it. He moved it a few times, you know, set it down on the bed. I will give him this much. This is the most testing I've ever seen Zach do. Yeah.
1: So, pretty cool on that point. You said it's pretty cool. We're giving Zach some cool points, which we're going to immediately counteract because... Uh, zach shocking to everybody almost earning him more cool points he actually apologizes for the <laughs> slit my wrist bit but uh only kind of
0: <laughs> yeah i want to apologize the first time i came here in 2004 come and get me ghost look at him slit my wrist just like you did <laughs> I'm going to admit I was a little out of line. That's the understatement of the year. He starts,
2: he begins the apology, and I love the moment of the cut to Billy just, like, tearing up and, (laughs) and, like, watching this, like, rapt attention, just... (gasps) How I would love to be a ghost receiving an apology from the Lord.
1: He barely ever notices me. Maybe if he told me I'm sorry, maybe that would make me a real boy. (laughs) But Zach undercuts the apology like the asshole he is by saying, I guess I was a little out of line, which... I feel like making fun of somebody for killing themselves is more than a little out of line, not to be pedantic.
2: Oh my god, dude. And then he just starts pushing the most like abusive, nagging, sex addiction bullshit where he's just. Oh, he goes
1: straight predator, like actual predator.
2: Immediately, he's like, he's like, sweetie. I gave you flowers. I know that you're here and I know that you can be loved. Yes. And and why don't, why don't you come here and give me a hug? Why don't you give me a kiss? at least. I brought you flowers, you dumb bitch. Don't you owe me that? Don't you owe me? (laughs) Oh my god, dude. This is such a beautiful preview of why Zach can't fucking hold down a relationship.
1: Yeah, he he keeps blaming it on the ghosts around him, but I'm pretty sure it's because the few times he's ever apologized to a partner, he just puts flowers in their hands and then pushes them against the wall and tries to finger them
2: yeah do you like these these are flowers for you now give me your flower open up for me
1: the he gets an evp that they say is a female moan and i it is probably the ghost of that sex worker just going like
2: oh, fuck. Wow. Mean, "Yeah, fuck wow yeah really i mean that's what i was expecting but yeah. the sound itself sounds like somebody is like watching anime porn in like the <laughs> next room where it's like, oh, yeah.
1: I mean, Billy does have a dual monitor setup.
2: <laughs> yeah. His headphones off to the side. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The static cam is just positioned oh. just enough where
2: you can't quite see it. <laughs> oh, man. It's called hentai. And it's art. Meanwhile, Nick and Aaron. Oh, yes. Nick and Aaron are off by themselves. <laughs> and Nick <laughs> starts getting sick because he's sick. <laughs> And it's nighttime, and he ha- and he's not sleeping, and he, and we already know he hasn't slept for like a day and a half. <laughs> so he-,
1: he just starts coughing and sweating. He's like, oh, I feel like I can't breathe. I can't. I can't do. I'm fucking sweating, man. It's like, yeah, dude,
2: you're, fu- you got the fucking flu. Yeah, take a goddamn fucking nap, man. Drink yeah. some, drink some Nyquil, my dude. What the fuck are you doing?
1: Like, in his reaction to Aaron mo- remarking on the REM pod going off in the other room, he's just like, Yeah, no, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, I hear yeah it. And Aaron's
1: like, Come on, man, let's go look at it. And he's like, they cut before <gasps> Nick was probably like, no, just <laughs> just give me a give me a sec. Just give me a just, oh, oh, just give me a sec. <laughs>
2: I'm feeling very <sighs> sick.
1: <laughs> but after after they they get some boot steps that triggered the, the REM pod, they do get a commercial cutaway where Nick is able to take some fucking Dayquil as they go wandering outside for the ghost <laughs> of the armless, headless miner who approaches people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> (laughs) To tell them to not go up there. He just
2: he he says it through his little neck hole.
1: You know, he just he lifts his leg and just wiggles his big toe. Uh, uh, Uh-uh.
2: Don't don't go in there. (laughs) I lost my arms and my head in there.
1: You don't want to end up like me, do you? No, no, no,
2: no, no. (laughs) Lips fuse to a crack.
1: But uh, yeah, they don't get. I mean, Aaron's like, there's some warm spots, but it's probably. I mean, yeah. the warmest thing out there is probably going to be Nick.
2: Nick, feverish Nick, just bright white on their thermal cam. <laughs> I wish they had passed over him. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like the fucking aliens from Cocoon. Yeah, <laughs> just, this, <whee! laughs> just Just,
1: pull. It's like 105 degrees, and Aaron's like. Is Whoa. that is that bad or good? <laughs> I think this thing's broken. Bro, it says you're at one hundred and seven <laughs> degrees, and meanwhile Nick's <laughs> brain is boiling. <laughs> Maybe this is why he gets worse over time. He got kind of a fucking hemorrhage he's feverish on this investigation. Dude, I would have
2: killed to see to see Nick fucking glowing white and, like, vomiting white, just bright white on the ground on thermal falling cam. falling
1: over, and then Aaron just turns the camera to him, and it's like, oh, dude. Just a
2: visible trail of vomit and sweat behind him. <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of liquid, <laughs> oh, we God. go back to the silver queen for Zach's final gambit, which is the spirit box,
2: which it starts out pretty good. Starts out pretty good. We get some good ones.
1: We get Lynette.
2: That one's not good. That one's just literally a sound. And they're like, well, it must be Lynette.
1: They also get Virginia.
2: Yeah. Cause he's like, Oh, what city are we in? And it says Virginia, which is close, close enough. It, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. And then he's like, what room are we in? And it says 11, pretty good.
1: And it's all right. I'm going to give it like an eh. But they do get water. <laughs> water. Water.
2: <laughs> this is actually, pre- I mean, I- I'm going to have, have to hand it to him that that this, you know, the, the, all the responses they're getting on this are, are pretty good. The way that water is said <laughs> is
1: very fun. Yeah. And, I mean, in, in a way that it's interesting, where it's like, okay, I could buy that. I can yeah. like,
2: Water. Yeah. but
1: it does it does allow him to leave the scene with twinkly guitar music, oh. trying to convince the audience at home that he wasn't just predatory at
2: this lady. His this is his romance song. Remember, they've played this before. This is the song they play every time Zach is trying to fuck a
0: ghost. <laughs> I do want to say, if you were here and that was you that this device detected and I could physically feel and hear your voice, I want to say thank you. And, you know, I just brought all respect here for you and I'm sorry that you had to take your life.
2: Ew.
1: (laughs) But they cut over to the last portion of this lockdown. There's no rest for the wicked.
2: No, uh, Billy joins the team. <laughs>
1: well, you say that because the gang gets back together. They get locked in by Ron at St. Mary's with the most tentative fist bump ever.
2: Howie Mendel.
1: <laughs> Which Howie Mendel would do a, a very tentative fist bump because he's a massive hypochondriac.
2: Yeah, he would not do it.
1: <laughs> no. But I love that Zach explicitly invites Aaron and Nick in and then the next shot is just Billy just scooting in,
2: scuttling in at the end. <laughs> <sighs> oh yes.
1: yeah, ah. Zach, you didn't mention me by name, but I, I assumed because there's four floors and four bros <laughs> that you would probably
2: like my assistance. Dude, you know Billy fucking poisoned Nick. <laughs> Nick isn't sick. <laughs> That's <but> fine. <laughs> Billy's been yeah. fucking shaking rat poison into yeah. his into his food for the last couple of months, and finally yeah. it's starting to affect him, and he's like, I could help on the set if he's
1: Unwell. Oh, Nicholas, you seem to have caught yourself a little bit of the flu. Meanwhile, Billy Tolley's taking like a wet washcloth and touching every doorknob on every bathroom (laughs) he comes across (laughs) and squeezing it (laughs) into Nick's water. Just making a fucking biohazard bomb.
0: What's wrong, Big? I just feel sick. I just need a second.
1: They do an interesting experiment where everybody takes turns doing their individual EVP. Sessions on each floor,
2: and for <laughs> yeah, two yes. hours they get nothing. I love Billy's though. I love it. He's like, <laughs> "Are you a nurse? Oh yes, maybe a sexy, mm, some sort of sexual nurse. Yes, mm, Ooh, yes. You know, yes. there's a
1: gentleman on the third floor whose nethers need immense attention."
2: <laughs> mm. needs skin grafting orally perhaps
1: you could fuse your lips to his (laughs) mighty schlong but two hours nothing and Zach realizes
2: (laughs) they're like hmm something's off here Uh, seems to work for us usually Mm." (laughs) hmm yeah Zach
1: Aaron and Nick are just like hey do you know there's a
2: vibe thing going on right now like (laughs) It feels like weighty, like weighty. The way he words this is so funny. Because he's like, the night continues and we release Billy so that we can take on a more stealthy approach. And what he's basically saying is, Billy wouldn't shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's, well, he, it's it's Billy overexcited and talking too much, like the hyper homeschool kid.
2: Give it a beat. Give it a beat. We need to hear the ghost. Hey, yes, yes, sexual nurses, yes.
1: But in between, when he actually does give it a beat, they just hear...
2: Let Billy go because he started openly masturbating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they busted out a UV light at his the front of his pants were just bright purple. And they're like, oh fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. And Billy's, I just I spilled a burrito. They're like, dude,
2: th- was this pat was this packet of like boner <laughs> pills here before?
1: <laughs> it was left here by the ghost. It was a medical facility after all.
2: There's no date on it. I'm sure it's from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: got a fucking modern Corvette on it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fucking dragon fucking a Corvette. <laughs>
1: yeah and a crying tiger in the corner gives you the power power to cuck your fears (laughs) the power to cuck your fears isn't (laughs) amazing (laughs) damn it we have to start a boner pill line now
2: that's a dream job as far (laughs) as like like graphic graphic design no the graphic design of that shit would be so fun
1: eric do it for us, please. All right, you ha- you could do it. Make it <laughs> a, a boner pill based off of Zach Pagans.
2: huge suppository-sized <laughs> pill.
1: <laughs> the power to Cuck your fears by Zach Bagans.
2: Seventy-two hours. <laughs> it's gotta have a picture of Billy's face in the corner and his signature. <laughs> no,
1: it has to have Zach's like just gigantic veiny arms folded, and Billy's like in shadow in the corner. He is the fears who have been cucked.
2: Or it's like a really bad cartoon of of Zach like it got Billy in a chokehold. It's called (laughs) chokeholds. Chokehold. Two thousand milligrams.
1: (laughs) Two thousand milligrams of unpronounceable.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Physomestolosifis. Illegal in twenty-six countries. I'd buy that for a dollar. Ah!
1: They do their more stealthy investigation without Billy dragging his baggy pants and smacking his lips. And they go up to the attic, which, of of course, is the most scary area. And this is where Zach gets the missed chair dancer.
2: The fucking light.
1: But, Eric, light can't bend around objects.
2: Bullshit! It, God, it's so bad. You know they're not getting anything when they start being like, this is physically impossible. This light is moving in and out. And it's like, no, it's not. I didn't oh, fuck. I didn't see that.
1: It's like playing a side scrolling video game. And then you realize that you can like jump back into the background. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> because I can't fucking tell there's any three dimensional movement. It just looks like light goes kind of flashes on the chair and like leaves.
2: It's also a rec like a, a rectangle of light. Which is, is not, like, ghosts never uh, show up as a rectangle. <laughs> that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, actually, that armless, headless oh. guy. <laughs> oh, shit. It was, Joel. It was, a, it was, was him. A, Dude. He was doing
1: a jaunty oh. leg chair dance. You know what, that's all that he can do.
2: Fuck. All right. I'm going to hand it to him. This is real. This is a real ghost. Because that is definitely a man with no head and no arms. <laughs> just stepping through the scene
0: ghosts are real (laughs) this is real fear ladies and gentlemen this is real fear i'm scared
1: the last bit of evidence zach sets this up as like this is it this is our fucking slam dunk remember we talked about iron bars on the windows earlier fucking check this out
2: he's like why are there these bars on the window (laughs) And he gets well, actually, yeah. by the spirits, which is just brilliant. The iron strips. Um, actually, if you if you just look at it, um, you'd notice that those are iron strips and yeah. not bars. Um, yeah. Maybe you need to do a little bit more research. And you know what? They leave. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Let this be the last return. God, please!
0: I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea.
1: Eric, what did you think of this episode of Ghost Adventures?
2: Um, I am glad now that yeah. we watched the uh, lost episode.
1: Absolutely titted.
2: It all makes more sense now. I was very happy to see Zach. Hold on to his uh, cowboy hat for most of the episode. Mm -hmm. Really sticking to the bit. We also got to see Billy uh, really, really uh, getting in there.
1: But still so easily disposable.
2: (laughs) And putting arsenic into fucking Nick's water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of poisoning the well, Eric, I think it's time to really get Zach sick. By <laughs> challenging him to come fight us in the dark.
2: Beyond the iron strips.
0: This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going into the attack. I'll be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire.
1: We just now know after these two episodes that the only thing that I think he fetishizes more than Native Americans is... Cowboys.
2: Oh, I thought it was going to be nagging women.
1: (laughs) I know he doesn't fetishize that. He just lives it. He just does
2: (laughs) it. He just does it.
1: Jack, very clearly from all of his interactions, wants to be a cowboy. So I have an ingenious plan. This is foolproof. There have been so many movies and television shows about some city slicker going out to the country to try and get his family's ranch back together or try and prove that he's a man by raising roping and cattle.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think we give Zach that opportunity. We find a ranch that needs a new ranch head. <laughs> and we say, Zach, you got to go out there, but you have to learn everything. You got to follow the, the lead of those cowboys. And we have the montage
2: oh. where all
1: these tough men are looking at him. <laughs> As he's trying to ride a horse and he falls off the saddle into the mud, right into some horse shit. And the (laughs) horse kind of like whinnies in a laughing manner, and they go, God darn it, this young, this This city slicker ain't got nothing.
2: Snapper.
1: They pour him like a shot of their home brewed <laughs> fucking booze Ooh. and he spits it out and starts coughing and they're like, "Ah, God darn it. god darn it. <laughs> he tries to whack a wasp's nest down with a broom <laughs> and they're just like, no. <laughs> and then he, the wasp nest falls on his head and he starts running around in a circle. But here's the thing. Either his dream is crushed because he can't get over the hump. The montage does not work for him. He gets bucked off the horse too many times. He slips in too many cow patties. Or he starts succeeding. (laughs) And the old West guys are looking at him like, well, God darn it. Can't believe it.
2: (laughs) This Vegas boy.
1: (laughs) They'll call him the Vegas kid. They'll just wink and be like, good job, Vegas. And then, you know, a couple years go by, he's got a grizzled five o'clock shadow. He's got a beard. He's sitting comfortably on a horse, quietly looking over the ranch, thinking to himself and a smile crosses his face. He just gives a little nod. Uh And as he rides away, American Indian pan flute music starts playing and the lightning strikes in the background and a smiling Native American face (laughs) appears in the clouds (laughs) And smiles down. Okay, Joel.
2: Yes. That is uh, perfect for my challenge. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Because, see, while Zach is off learning how to be a cowboy, unfortunately that opens up a issue for Ghost Adventures. See, without Zach, what is Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Now, what I propose, Joel... Might be deeply, deeply disturbing oh, for you. No. But I do believe sometimes we have to make horrible sacrifices for the greater good. Okay. And what I'm suggesting is that we are going to work very hard to start a new program called Paranormal Pimp, starring Billy Tully. Oh, no. We will work our asses off. To make Billy Tully the next Zach Baggins. Oh no! That's right. While while Zach is off learning how to be a cowboy, the vacancy <laughs> will be filled by our favorite boy, <laughs> Billy <laughs> Tully, who will do every single thing wrong. We will shoot. Oh yeah seasons and seasons of episodes of him (laughs) doing every single thing wrong. Tarnishing, tarnishing the good name of Zach Baggins and yeah. the GAC, going back to every single location, wiping out the history of the GAC and ruining it from the inside out. <laughs> Billy is the new Zach.
1: Billy is the new Zach, and he is the, he is here to stand as a testament to how bullshit it all is. <laughs> we spend all of the budget, Eric. Just to get the licensing right to 50 cents PIMP.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and everything is shot like he is the sexiest man. It's all about how hot he is, how smart he is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is. Is it too far to suggest that we also make it about him hiring local sex workers to do the investigation. That's the only team.
2: It's not about that. He just does that.
1: He just does that. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, girls, I got I got a little <laughs> thing for you to do tonight. You're going to be investigating this. And I'll be on the monitors so you can just talk
2: to daddy. Worse of all, after we've shot all of this, we bring all the tapes to a little cabin on the prairie. <laughs> and present them to Cowboy Zachary. He hasn't seen a TV in years.
1: We get to the ranch, and we're like, we have a, a present for Zach. Is he around? And he's like, oh, he's been uh, he's been herding the cattle up on the, uh, the back 40. You're going to have to go out there.
2: Zach, I haven't been called Zach in, in a long, long time. But I I do believe I was quite a a, a star. Yeah. My legacy is 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 stable.
1: <laughs> and then he play, puts in the tape and it's like Billy Tully's Haunted Museum. For real? <laughs> <laughs> P-I-M-P. I don't I can't remember the <laughs> And they cut to the Haunted Museum and like he's got a stripper in Jack of Orkian's death wagon. Yes. Just clapping cheeks. Yes,
2: and we know, we know how easy it is to wipe episodes of, of Ghost Adventures from history. We know that Zach tries this shit all the time. But we're going to turn that on him by wiping all of Ghost Adventures and replacing it all with Paranormal (laughs) Pimp starring Billy Tully as the Prince of the Underworld.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And who better to be the Charlie... To this angelic team of Billy Tolley and the women he hires in every city, then Nico Santucci, oh, the true Vegas kid.
2: We need him as an executive producer. Absolutely. Yeah. We need that money. We need that fame. We need that style.
1: He is the person we would we would just cut to a television that is just a green screen <laughs> that Billy is nodding in front of, and Nico's <laughs> just has his pre recorded lines. Hey Billy. <laughs> you're going to the silver queen there's some (laughs) hot girls and some hot ghosts
2: so hot girls and even hotter paranormal activity
1: and then zach as as the lightning storm builds in the background a single tear rolls down his cheek
2: (laughs) and the 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 flute music begins again and it's
1: playing (laughs) a a flute version of 50 cents (laughs) pimp In a minor key. <laughs>
2: That's so fucking stupid. I love it. Love it. Zach comes running out with no arms and no head. Yeah. yeah.
1: He, he doesn't notice that his own Bible has been lit on fire by his candle.
2: He rips his own head off with so much strength that his head and arms fly off. <laughs> Yeah, no, he just goes T
1: posing. It, it just resets his program, he goes T posing, he just pops like a fucking Gary's mod. Oh fuck. Is that
0: all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not gonna make me scream like a little girl. Dance closed door, show yourself.
2: Woo
1: Witches and <laughs> Warlocks, we had a great time tonight. Mm, um yeah. the the next episode from the 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 title image, it looks like fucking Inspector Zaki B in, and his compatriot Aaron are on the case of Rocky Point Manor, which is described as a centuries-old home and a Civil War battlefield. <laughs> More Civil War shit. Hopefully no racial tension. We don't need a, <laughs> any more of that, Zach. Slave pit! <laughs> well, it's the Warlocks. Join us next time for that. We, we love you and we hope we you enjoyed this and our <laughs> Halloween special. Uh, have an upcoming Happy Thanksgiving. and Eric? Oh, hey, buddy. You're a beautiful boy and I hey, love you. I hey, love you too, beautiful boy. <laughs> Alright. Bye. You're my paranormal, pill. all right all you witches and warlocks thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our Continued Paranormal Challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com. Com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night.